Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of this week's Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. We have a terrific show for you today. I can't wait to get to it, but I will, because first we need to hear this message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. As promised, we have a terrific show for you today. We have with us Mary Kay Widrup. She is the president of the Greater Springfield Convention and Visitors Bureau. How are you, Mary Kay? I'm doing great, George. Thanks for having me this morning. Oh, my pleasure. Happy to have you on the show. We have absolutely nothing to talk about, right? We have, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> winter is behind us. Spring is chugging right along. Summer is coming. Uh, you and I have talked over the years that uh, this is kind of a four-season tourism area, but it's more of a three-season tourism area, spring, summer, and fall, and we're, we're heading right into peak season. We've got a huge basketball tournament coming up. We've got conventions coming back on. Uh, this is the, your time, your time to thrive. Let's, let's talk about the tourism in this region and, and what we're seeing. We'll talk a little bit about the, the pandemic and how we've moved on from that. But I guess the place to start, and, and this is a, we can promote this to a certain extent and just talk about its impact on the region. We have Hooplandia coming up June 23rd through the 25th at the Big E. This is a huge deal for this region. Talk about it a little bit. Yeah, so this is a new event for the region and one we're really hoping grows over the years. Uh, you know, as the birthplace of basketball, we feel we really should have a signature event dedicated to the sport. Um, you know, the Hall of Fame does some amazing events that drive room nights here in our region with the Hoopal Classic. Um, they also do their enshrinement ceremony every year. But this is an event, three-on-three basketball. We love a collaboration. And this was a collaboration between the Eastern States Exposition and the Hall of Fame Uh first year event. So, you know, I think it's going to start smaller. And as the buzz grows over the years, we expect it to be a signature event for our region. Talk about smaller. How many people are we expecting to come to the region? How many are going to stay overnight? Where are they going to stay? And, and what are the hotels seeing so far? We're expecting, you know, several hundred teams to sign up. Um, and we we do have some rooms blocked at area hotels. Again, I think it's an event that there's going to be a local focus, um, you know, getting the buzz out and, and you'll see some teams right here in the area. And then maybe into the Connecticut, we're, we're definitely going to capitalize on UConn winning the national championship. There was some promotion around that event. We know we have hoop players and hoop fans in the region. So we're expecting uh, those folks to sign up and uh, play in the event on that June weekend. So two weeks before, I want to I want to put a plug in for another event. Uh, two weeks before that, we're going to have June should be a really robust uh, month for occupancy in our region. We have an Ironman half triathlon coming to Western Mass. It's the Ironman 70.3 
that means it you compete in swimming, biking, and running, and you do half the distance that a full triathlon would do. So we have right now 1,400 athletes signed up for that event. They will jump in the Connecticut River at 6 a.m. on June 11th. And they will swim 1.2 miles downstream, which is very appealing to those athletes, get out at the uh, Memorial Bridge, hop on their bikes, do a 56-mile loop that will take them over the South End Bridge through Agawam, Feeding Hill, Southwick, Granville, Westfield, West Springfield, back into Springfield, dump their bikes and run 13.1 miles through Springfield and West Springfield. The finish line will be in front of uh, Springfield City Hall. And I'm told the actual line will be on the letter K in the Black Lives Matter logo on the on the street. So it's a big brand coming into our region. We're really excited right. about it. Um, that same weekend, MGM announced Bruno Mars is playing. So, you know, those 1,400 visitors coming into the region, if they come in early on the 8th, they'll get to see um, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey with their comedy show. And then Bruno Mars, uh, the two nights that they're they're in the area. Okay. I was going to sign up, but I only do full Ironman competition. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't like to drive 13 miles, let alone run 13. So that, that bike course has uh, got some folks scared. You know, Ironman always lists like, what is it challenging? And it's it's been designated very hilly. And for us locals, we know those roads and that that's going to be quite mm-hmm. a feat to do that bike race. Okay. Well, let's talk about conventions and, and, bringing more events to this region. Uh, the Red Sox were back in January for their mm-hmm. winter weekend. Uh, I'm in here most weekends. I, I see that, that the, the dancers and the cheerleaders are back in, in full force. Uh, how are we doing with the, the conventions coming back to this region? It was a, a tough couple of years. We were building some momentum before the pandemic. You and I have talked about this. Um, how are we looking for this year and for the years to come? Because I know these are booked years out. Yeah. So we, you know, we fell off the cliff like everybody else in 2020 with our groups, you know, losing our groups. And the very nature of convention groups is you can't just win them back the next year. They've already picked their location for the probably the next two or three years. I'm delighted to say that it's picking up. Um, site inspections increase this year, and we have a really good conversion rate. If we can bring meeting planners in to see what we offer, we have a really good shot at booking them. Uh, Between now and the end of June, we've got about 20 meetings and conventions coming into the area, some at our Mass Mutual Center. It's an East Tech year. You know, East Tech is back in the spring they came once during COVID and they they selected an October timeframe and it was, as you would expect, a much smaller show. So we're encouraged by convention business. It's not back 100%. Right now, what's driving tourism in Western Mass is leisure visitation and sporting events. Um, you know, big lacrosse tournament coming up. Uh, you mentioned the cheer and dance groups, George. Those are those are you know, great pieces of business for our weekends at the Mass Mutual Center, the horse shows, the the dog shows at the Eastern States, those two, the the leisure and the sports are what fueling are fueling tourism. Conventions and meetings slowly coming back, 
group tours going to be a real struggle. A lot of the uh, motor coach operators are independently owned mom and pop operations. Many of them did not survive COVID. So the motor coach Mm -hmm. is really lagging. And then corporate travel is just not back in our region. It's, you know, we've never had a, a big corporate business anyway. So it's, you know, it's leisure, which for our region is great because as you know we've got amazing visitor attractions right here in the region we also have that incredible green space for outdoor recreation biking swimming hiking fishing skiing you name it mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in a minute we've got a lot to get to but go back to the conventions for a minute uh, you and i have talked about this a lot over the years this region is i believe they call this a tier two or tier three third third tier third tier tier market third tier market for those Mm -hmm. of you who don't know means that this region has a lot to offer but it's a lot less pricey than boston or perhaps even providence or new york Um, it has value Um, but how do you get on the radar screen and, and how do you sell this region to to those who plan conventions and and pull them off so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on what you said about third tier and just tell you a quick story. In December, we hosted a customer advisory group and asked some of our meeting planners, third-party planners, and ones we dealt with directly to come into the market and tell us you know, their impression of our region and our, our meeting facilities. And I loved a quote. One of them said, you know, it's it may be a third tier city but your third tier region, but you have first tier amenities. And I loved hearing that. And, and they were specifically referring to all of the things outside of the meeting that their attendees could do, whether it's gaming, museums, culture, recreation, like I said. So when we talk to our meeting planners, we're, we're selling on, on basically three uh, selling points. The affordability that you mentioned, George, we can pretty much be other communities on rate. Uh, we can also we also offer tremendous accessibility. Getting here at the crossroads of 90 and 91, um, we're a regional draw too, based on the footprint of the Mass Mutual Center, the Eastern States. Those are the size building, like size of the conventions we can host. So we have good access to the attendees, and then of course the attractions and the abundance of those attractions. It's a good, it's a, you know, it's a recipe for a good convention bringing your group here, and that's mm-hmm. why we see a lot of repeat business. Right. East Tech likes it here. Their their attendees have they've made this home. They have favorite restaurants in the region, hotels they want to stay at, and so forth. Okay. I know we're competing nationally uh, and regionally, but but who are our prime competitors for these types of conventions, especially in the Northeast? We bump up against Hartford a little bit, um, Worcester, Providence, and on occasion, Boston. Okay. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking with Mary Kay Weidra. She is the president of the Western Mass Convention and Visitors Bureau. Uh, We're talking about... uh, the tourism scene in Western Mass. Mary Kay, it was a really difficult couple of years for this sector. Uh, there were some casualties. Talk about the, the hotels and, and whether they've made it back and, and how they're faring these days. The hotels, we're, I would say as an industry as a whole, we're, we're coming back. We're not there yet, but we had, believe it or not, George, 
the year that COVID hit, that summer, we did see visitation. We saw people coming here. And when you think about it, it made sense. Like I said, our 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 region offers great attractions, but also great green space. And so when, you know, the CDC told us that, okay, it's okay, you can go out, you know, try to socially distance yourself and everything. People flocked to the Cape Cod and the seashore. They had a robust summer. We had a good summer. And so the summer of 2020 was actually a good one for the, the attractions and the hotels. We started picking up um, so, you know, we, we rebounded fairly quickly, but we're not back a hundred percent. And then when other areas who didn't rebound that year got back on their feet and the prime example is Boston, Boston was pretty much dark. We gained market share that year because they lost market share. And, you know, selfishly, I think that's a good thing for our region, but overall long-term, we all need Boston to be a healthy visitor market. They generate the bulk of the rooms tax dollars that are that are collected in the state. They are the draw. Boston has a bigger brand than Massachusetts, you know, when you think about it. Um, so we're we're coming back. Some of the challenges we're still having are, have to do with the the people aspect of our job and staffing. And you know, I I talked to our our restaurant tours regularly. Um, we did, we've done some board meetings up at the Cubit building in, uh, in Hoyoke because Hoyoke Community College is doing a great job training line cooks and hotel employees. And my members have a need for those employees. And so mm-hmm. we're trying to play the bridge. I never, you know, in my long career, I've never played in the workforce development space, but it's one that our industry absolutely needs right now is they are still struggling to staff accordingly. Now in 2021, and I'm, I'm probably oversimplifying things, there were still a lot of people who weren't ready to go back on cruise ships and to travel long distances. And this region saw a pretty solid year in 2021 as well. People stayed home. Now people are going back traveling abroad, traveling across country, doing those kinds of things. Uh, What kind of year is 2023 shaping up like in terms of overall visitation? We're going to get to business travel in a minute and what that means to the region. But how is 2023 shaking up? What are your your members telling you? Um, We are expecting the summer to be a a pretty good one. You know, I think the other, add in another... um, factor, which has to do with the economy. You know, um, we I think during COVID, we all had some pent up wealth, we had pent up demand to travel, and our savings account and our checking account was pretty, you know, accumulating because we weren't doing anything, we were stuck in our homes. So people had the desire to travel and the dollars to travel. People still have the desire to travel, they're a little more worried about about costs and and what it's you know going to take that's again where i think it should bode well for our region because we are an affordable destination so we're expecting it to be a good summer okay talk about the business travel for a minute uh the stories i see talk about how it hasn't come back and there are real concerns about whether it ever will how important is business travel to this region and and what are we going to see moving forward here I think it's important to our hotels, but I think, you know, 
Tourism is a big industry in our region, George, and it's it's the third leading one in terms of Hamden County employment. It's healthcare, education, and tourism. Um, manufacturing is fourth, and and you know so that corporate travel has kind of been going away for a while. I think our hotels rely more on you know certainly weekends. We are our hotels are doing good business because of those leisure visitors. Our job is to try to find that midweek, and I think we're better served finding conventions coming in versus the smaller corporate travelers. They're not back yet, and I think a holdover from COVID that is going to continue to affect it is what you know what people are doing with Zoom and Teams. Those virtual meetings, those are going to be around. They're you know, and and when businesses are looking at budgets and cuts not putting people on airplanes and sending them on the road, that's an easy mm-hmm. one to cut if they can do it in front of a computer screen. You now have a lot of inventory, more inventory than you've, you've probably ever had in this market. How, how does that help with the conventions and just bringing people to this area? You've got a brand new Marriott revamp. Marriott, you've got MGM and, and all those rooms. Does yeah. that bring you into like a different tier when it comes to conventions that you can have here? No, but choices, it doesn't put us in a new tier, but having a choice for the visitor is a great thing. You know, Marriott's a really good brand and with Bonvoy and points and all of that, you know, um, we're going to do, we're going to host some uh, meeting planners to bring them in. As I said earlier, showcasing what we offer is a good thing. And we're going to focus on new and we're going to focus on that new Marriott. Our our meeting planners are going to stay at the new Marriott. They're going to go over and see the new ride at Six Flags. We love Six Flags as a partner. They had um, not put anything new in the park for a year or two. And then this year they're doing the dyno uh, ride the, you know, so we're going to showcase that, but having choices, having choices to stay is a good thing for the visitor for sure. One more in the time that we have left, we're coming up on four years that, that MGM has been open. Uh, talk about what it has meant to this region and, and what it's going to mean moving forward to have that casino resort, that resort casino in this market. Well, we just talked about choice, and I think having MGM and gaming is a new choice for our visitor. Uh, it's a it's a different activity that we've never had before. So we love that. We're really encouraged by the acts that they just announced that they're bringing in and the performances that we're going to be able to offer. The idea that, as I mentioned during Iron Man, that Bruno Mars is coming in, and you know that's fourteen hundred athletes in our city going back and saying, gee, when I'm there, uh, they had Bruno Mars, uh, third tier city hosting a major star like that. That's great. And that's the power of MGM. They've been great partners to work with. Um, we we work with them on uh, marketing campaigns all the time are where fun comes to play. Um, they work with us. And I think MGM has been good for our market. All right. Well, we covered a lot of ground in a short time. You did a great job. Thank Thank you you for coming on. We'll have you back on soon. Thanks, George. All right. Thank you, Mary Kay. And thank you to all of you for listening. This has been another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.